Shall we just get on with it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hello, Kai. Hello. Hello, Pablo. Um, this is number four, episode four of the Promoter Mouths podcast. I almost couldn't say it myself then. I was so excited <laughs> to get started. The Promoter Mouths podcast. Hello, Kai. Rolls um, off the tongue, doesn't it? It does. Well, it rolls off your tongue. I mean, I had to listen, last, listen back to some of what I did last week because I was so high on caffeine and I was, without knowing it, embarking on a bit of a man flu for the whole podcast I couldn't put my teeth in I think you said I was like Elmo Fudd well no I thought oh, then I looked at well, it's not it's the one that stutters a bit and it's it was Porky Pig was the one I meant I, I think I prefer to be Elmo Fudd yeah I think you, yeah, yeah. And that, after I sent the text I thought I hope he takes that the right way but um, <laughs> you came here last last week and you were full of flu and uh, you said oh, it's not Covid and then you started feeling absolutely terrible afterwards and you were like, oh, I'll, I'll test for COVID. And then you just put a little apology at the end, like that was all right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sorry if you got it, because I, I might. I think, what, I think what I actually did was I, I think I OD'd on my uh, ADHD medication. <laughs> and lost your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. And decided to just go and do whatever you please. Yeah. Without you? repercussions. Yeah, exactly that, yeah. <laughs> uh, since I stopped teaching full time, uh, that that co- sort of keeps you in a disciplined kind of uh, routine, and your you know your life is run by the bell, and you're in the right place at the right time, and you get your books marked at the right time because you have to. When I stopped doing that, I could see all the threads I'm picking from my life. Yeah, and, uh, you know, my well, organisation is terrible at times. Well, well, you're teaching. I've noticed that you've uh, you've taken on uh, congratulating me when I read out a bit well, and then you uh, you you pick apart when I mispronounce stuff. So you, the the English teacher in you is definitely still alive and kicking. It is, but it's one of, <laughs> of uh, it's a critical person that one, um, who just likes to uh, yeah to pick holes in people and, <laughs> and students. Um, now, I wasn't a particularly popular teacher. It has to be said. Um, um, yeah, I, 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 guess, I think my I think my standards were too high for some. Okay, all right. It was making up for the fact that my standards are quite low, so I oh. used to take, <laughs> take it out on them. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, say, I, I thought you'd be quite a popular teacher. I, I used. I think I kind of judged the popularity of teachers based on the number of boxes of chocolates and gifts they get at the end of the term. Did you, did you get lots of gifts from children? No. <laughs> well, I had to give some back. Wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> yeah. How was your week anyway, Kai? It's been good. It's been good. I've been loving watching the podcast grow on that subject. I know that's a bit self-indulgent of us, but um, watching it grow, watching the stats rise and getting some lovely comments off people, that's been a... Yeah, a really positive thing and I keep pinging you don't I oh it's this number and then yeah, it's this yeah. number we don't reveal the number by the way we'd like to make you think it's probably more than it is but it's certainly a lot for us and but we're very it, proud of it it's definitely exceeded our expectations yeah when you start off doing this there is something in the back of your mind thinking well how real is this we're having this sort of conversation an almost sort of quasi performed conversation which in itself to do is sort of seems a little bit daft and and to sort of do it, you, there's something running out the back of your mind thinking, is this meaningful? But when you get the stats for it, you go, 
bloody hell, people are actually listening. Yeah. And then then you get people actually messaging, which is, you know, brilliant. Uh, yeah. Keep it up. Really, really enjoy the encouragement. I, so I think above all, above all of that, is it's really quite good for the mind, body and soul, really, to do something constructive and kind of get it out there. Do you know what I mean? Kind of make use of... Our time. All the other stuff that we've wasted time on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's Having a, a little project, it's always nice. And it's, you know, it's a personal project that we're sharing with other people. It's quite, a, you know, it is a brave move to chuck yourself out there. And it did take a little bit of building up, didn't it, to get us to the point of saying, well, let's just do it. And then just send it out. And, and you've got to take a step back and, and not really unpick it. But I'll be very honest, I've enjoyed listening back to it. And I'm not really, I'm usually quite critical of stuff I've done or, you know, I'm, I'd, I'd rather have sort of gone back and done stuff again sometimes you think mm. about it that way. But for this podcast, actually, I've listened to all three numerous times. That's why the stats are so high. And <laughs> and I don't get, I don't really get that tired of it. I mean, that, that's that's nice. That's a good sign for me. That, yeah. 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 It's, it's, a, it's a personal, um, I mean, a personal it, pleasure. And you, you, you can't carry on perfecting it because if you try and perfect it like you would do with a, like any other piece of... Uh, uh, um, work project. So I was going to say, oh, I think that sounds a bit pompous. It's not, is it's this conversation, but but you, because it's like an hour long, you, you can correct it a little bit. I mean, you, you very kindly took out a lot of my bloody stutterings when I was buzzing my tits off and caffeine last yeah, week. Yeah, I've got a box full of them <laughs> under my desk. <laughs> <laughs> which, which was very kind, uh, well, kind for the listener and kind for me because uh, I don't want to be represented yeah, but, as a but nobody, nobody's going to hear that. No, nobody's going to hear that, Paul, because they won't be in there. They'll be going, well, isn't he eloquent? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, there's only so much you can do. <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so your week, what happened it's... to you during a week which was of note? Oh, well, um... Apart from the teaching, um, on Tuesday um, I had one of the best nights out. I went to London for the Cray Cray Cabaret, which I'm involved with. I co-produced with Phil Nickel, and I do all the promotional and um, yeah, promotional videos and design work. Cray Cray Cabaret at London's Comedy Store. At London's Comedy Store, and it's a comedy and music night fantastic we have some top headliners great acts and and a house band which are off the scale all the acts always comment on how amazing they are and so what happens is the acts send them a little bit of music or a song that they want to sing if they're not a musical act and some of them are musical acts and and really you know have it down uh, but some of them are just straight stand-ups and they might just stick us and we had ed burns singing a song and having a little dance on stage um, some of them look a little out of their comfort zone and you can see them turn up, they're quite nervous at times even though they're really experienced comics give them a song to sing in yeah. front of a crowd and it does sometimes uh, you know, put them off kilter but anyway we had um, a really great lineup of acts but headlining the show was Paul Sinner Well, if, if, the, if the listeners were listening last episode we tasked you with getting a soundbite from uh, from the cinnamon for the pod. Yeah. So that was the I'll challenge, ask, wasn't it? I will ask you, but don't answer. Don't give me an answer till the end of the pod, because I would generally like to all, know. All I'm going to say, you're going to ask me if I got it on you. All I'm going to say is uh, he turned up, did his sound check, and then went away to do a pub quiz. Came back just for his set. You, you sent me a picture of yourself and the cinnamon from a long time ago. Yeah, 2006. From 2006, and uh, he, he looked like he'd just won you in a prize. Or yeah, and do you know what? I, I... <laughs> uh, and then you look remarkably young. Look looked like Joel Swash, I think. 
you had a bit of the Joe Swash about you when you were younger. Um, and, and then you updated the picture with one that was taken just this week. Yes, so we recreated that photo, which was lovely. But um, going back to that photo of the original one, yeah, he's sort of got, he's holding a bottle of champagne, he's got his arm around me, and, and we, we do look rather chummy. Um, it was when he was nominated for the Edinburgh Comedy Award, and that was the year that Phil Nicholl won it. Oh, okay. I sent the photo to Phil, just saying, oh, look, um, I'm going to... Uh I'm going to show um, Paul this photo. That should be fun. Anyway, Phil showed it to him before. When I met Paul for the first time, he did. He had. He was giving me the side eye, kind of like trying to work out what happened that night. <laughs> <laughs> he, so, so he, he drank all of that champagne, and may, maybe <laughs> things went a bit cloudy. And uh, yeah. he was trying to work out oh, the nineties. Well, it, well, it wasn't the nineties, was it? It was the early noughties. Two thousand and six. Now yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. It, it was very much a first meeting of. Oh, hang on. Do I remember this guy? Did yeah. anything happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, for the record, it was just a passing meeting, although it does look uh, a lot friendlier than you might... It, it looks yeah. like something might have developed from that photograph. What, <laughs> what we'll do, if it's all right with you, Kai, should we put that on a Facebook page? So I, think it's already, it? I think it's already on there, because um, I think I put it on there last week. So on the Facebook page, which is uh, Promoter Mouths on Facebook, um, there is a fo the photo we're talking about. Go and have a look, and you'll see what I mean. If you were... Uh, the other person in the photo, you'd probably, and it was, you know, a good sort of uh, 18 years ago or so, um, you probably would also think, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, if that was your son in the photograph of him, you'd be thinking, oh, I need to have a word quick. And it wasn't until afterwards, and, and um, Paul had brought his husband along, uh, and, and we were in the, in the green room, and I showed the picture to his husband, not really thinking, you know, I wasn't really thinking it was... Uh, it could have any other connotations, really. It was just like, oh, yeah, look, we met once before. I, I was thinking with the Australian task you would get in Paul Sinner on, on, the, uh, on the pod, and uh, you, you will kindly reveal at the end of the pod whether or not you were successful, it made, made, made me think about the time that uh, I wanted to get Arthur Smith to do a voiceover on a documentary that I was involved in making. Sounds a bit grandiose. We'd never got around to making the documentary, but we did write a script. So the, me and some uh, p uh, people that I know who may may or may not be listening wrote, wrote a script for a film, and the idea was to document the whole process of making the movie. And we did a certain degree of that, but we wanted a voiceover for the documentary. So I wrote to Arthur asking him to, uh, you know, what would it cost to get a voiceover? I've worked with Arthur a couple of times in the past, but it wasn't the best proposal in the world. It sort of fell on deaf ears. But I thought, there's a way around this. Because it, he, he does, like a lot of comics, he does those, uh, you know, if you send him 50 quid, he'll say hello to you and send a video message. I think he does that, which is a, another decent source of income for a lot of them. So I thought I, I could give him stuff to read out. So things like, the boys are in the writing room one more time. So just get him to say, get him to say that. So, um, Arthur, will you please say to the boys in the writing room and one more time that you know and then get it to frame it and then we could chop it up and then we could make the documentary and just have just keep replaying it at the right moment <laughs> so, so it looks like we've got an Arthur Smith voiceover is that legal I guess if you've paid for it I, I thought it'd be funny if it was like quite obviously overused and shoehorned in I thought it'd be brilliant but yeah so did you send that after you'd booked him because you had him here no 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 I, I booked him a couple of times and was it before that before you actually had him on, yeah, you know, I booked him before then, and I sent him that afterwards. Yeah, he must have been too busy with 
proper voiceover work to entertain that notion, which is completely understandable. So, yeah, yeah. Which is why I think it's best if you're going to do something like that, get them when they're here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't grab them. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Grab them when they're in the in the green room for five yeah. minutes. They're 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 a little bit more accepting of it if they're trapped and can't escape. <laughs> and it's very it's much harder to say no when you're there with a microphone in yeah, their face. Yeah, yeah. So shall we let's let's reiterate the format. I'll I'll do that now, and you can tell me I've read it out nicely, even if I haven't. And then we'll go on to the uh, our our first section. So here's the uh, format. If you've not heard it before, two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats, competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with a joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. I mean, once again, Paul, I think you read it beautifully. Just can't leave it alone, can you? No, no, but, yeah. I think you have. I'll take that. Thank it you gets better much. all the time. Let's go to the next session, Kai. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to how we do it without being too explicit. So this is comedy rumours forward slash comedy shit housery. Like, mm. uh, you know, sometimes things just fall in your lap, don't they? <laughs> or sit in your lap, or whichever way you want to put it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, just just bringing it back to what we were saying this morning, when you've got certain types of personalities within comedy, um, you, you do get people that are sort of ADHD, autistic teachers, and you, you do get people, um, you do get certain personality types. Um, I think the comedy community is... Although it's wide-reaching and it's you know it has all its different levels and it has all its uh, different characters and um, and the roles that are played within the industry, it's still quite a small, tight-knit community. At the same time, I think those that are working at a certain level all know each other, know of each other, or certainly have had contact with each other um, on varying levels and so when sometimes things happen or when some news breaks it does create quite a ripple doesn't yeah, it? Yeah it, it certainly does and and it's a little bit like when uh, journalists talk about the Westminster bubble it's a little bit the same there's a bit of a bubble in comedy and and we're, we're sort of in it uh, but I'm also mindful that there, there are listeners who won't be immersed in that bubble and for for, the, for those benefit for the benefit of those listeners let's let's just say some some actually shocking and genuinely sad news broke this week uh, about one one member of our community he admitted to a misdemeanor which can be looked up if you go on the website chortle I don't want to be too explicit, and, and we're, because we're fairly new to this, we're still sort of gauging exactly where to sort of pitch it. We don't want to be sort of chucking too much mud around, but at the, at the same time, we don't. It would be remiss of us to ignore this subject. And I think it's but, fair to say, though, that um, it's not as if you know we're speaking out of turn. Although we might do, <laughs> and we might edit it out. We might I, not, and so. I certainly think that the the person who this is related to is not going to be back anytime soon. Well, of course so. Not any time soon. But it's amazing how society changes. It, it, it can be like a pendulum. This week, I found out through various uh, social media forums that there are distinctions between making an image and downloading an image. I And and, and I think when I say those phrases, you probably realise what kind of territory we're in. And this is, this, is, this is where the guy came unstuck and what he's admitted to. I mean, just on that, on making that distinction... Uh, there, there are a few people talking about 
the the news that broke in the week. But apparently, making an image doesn't involve actually being there in person when the image was first being filmed. Or it's amazing how many people suddenly became experts online at, in in this kind of area of yeah. expertise. I think you just mentioned um, yeah, yeah. the act in um, in question is uh, an act that I absolutely thought was brilliant as a comedian. Um, his character work was superb. Um, I booked him back in October to perform in two gigs and I could not have been more delighted. He's a very difficult act to book. He was often on cruise ships and so he rarely had a signal and then you'd text him and he, you wouldn't get replies you'd, and you, you never really knew if you'd booked him or not. It was really sketchy because um, he, he booked his own gigs and was really bad at doing so. That's the ADHD. Yeah, yeah and, and it, it was down to that, partly. Somebody said, yeah, that would be that reason. Um, anyway, he came, he did two fantastic performances, and I could not have been uh, happier at the time. I, I, I was there, and I, I met him, um, chatted with him, had a couple of pints, bought a couple of pints, actually. And probably know, had be, plans be, down the line to book him as well. Well, yeah, no I, was, I was trying to book him. Uh, and, you know, I told him, I'll, you know, I'll be back, and I'm, I'm going to come back and book you. And, and he... he and actually, to ask the question, did we see it coming? Honestly, I don't think anybody did. There's a lot of people being sort of wise after the fact, saying, uh, well, I always thought he was a bit off and all the rest of it. Um, when I met him, I could sort of see he was, you know, wired slightly differently, I guess, just just because of the way he is. But then people behave funny just before gigs because they, they have adrenaline going through. They're a bit nervous. So it's, you, you, you take all of this with a pinch of salt, and a lot of comedians are a little bit, um, uh, you know, they're not necessarily uh, sort of typical in the way the way that they think and present themselves. By the nature of the job, it does attract people that are going to be like that. But yeah, how can you see these things coming? Out, you know, I don't know. I mean, we it's really important to sort of include the fact that you know his family have been affected by this deeply I'd imagine and you know he's admitted to it I mean he's he's held up his hands and said I'll take my punishment but then what really confused me is that he went on to his social media platform that was left the Twitter and he which is now deleted and he was you know continuing to defend his his actions and actually in some tweets making light of it which was really shocking, to be honest. Uh, and he was, you know, fiercely sort of defending himself and, and backing up what he'd used as an excuse, which was that he'd uh, taken an overdose of ADHD medication. Um, he had toxicology reports that um, backed that up. He that, stated that, that, that he wasn't interested in children and had taken a lie detector test. I, th I think to sort of follow follow through, and I think this is sort of being missed. What what I think he's saying is that he, he overdosed on or took too much of his ADHD medica medication, and that then resulted in in him having a bout of OCD, which in turn meant that he became uh, obsessive and compulsive about downloading uh, pornography. God, it feels bitter when that word comes out of your mouth, doesn't it? But thrown in with all of that was stuff that he didn't intend to download. So the story goes. So you know, there uh, are there are a few there are a few sort of grey areas there. You know, he, he then gave devices to a family friend to sell on eBay, and I guess did those did those devices contain images, and they were discovered later. 
Oh. I don't know. But I think he even contacted Google through the investigation and gave them permission to look into his activities online. And that's when Google called the authorities um, or, or that's when it, it escalated. He's being sentenced on the 23rd of January. And I think the the severity of his sentence will probably um, determine or, or really reinforce what actually went on. Yeah. You know, will he get a slap on the wrist in community service and on the register, or will he be going down for a few years? That will be um, time will tell. I tell you what, it did make me think of though. Um, in my day job, I've been working in the off- in an office for the last sort of thirty years, on and off. But I used to work in an open plan office, and we used to play this game called uh, "Person Most Likely to." <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was. It's, if you work in an open plan office, try this. It's. It's. If you're not already. It might be really old hack kind of thing to do, but uh, yeah, what you do is you'd be there, you'd be looking across the office and you'd go and say, right, go to the photocopier, print off a piece of paper, and then when you're coming back, stand next to the person most likely to be a kiddie fiddler. And then you'd watch it and it'd be a bit of a, bit of a performance. You'd pretend to be reading, like, you know, whoever who'd do it, they'd be pretending to read this uh, sheet of paper. And they suddenly stop as they found something interesting next to the bloke who looked most like a nonce. Yeah. And then we'd all crease over laughing. It's like, no, it's good. It's a good game. Yeah, and and no. you, you could do it like, you know, the uh, person most likely to shoot everybody on a Monday morning. We yeah. used to, uh, <laughs> in schools, we used to do exam. We used to have to do the exam invigilation, which is piss boring, you know, all the mock exams. And they're all sat in the hall. We used to play the same game. Yeah, yeah. So we used to go, the student most likely to be pregnant by 16 <laughs> and then yeah the student most likely to go to prison <laughs> and so you just go and stand did, did you ever find out you were right <laughs> um no i don't think i don't think thing I'd, I'd like to fast forward sometimes when i'm teaching kids that are particular bastards yeah. just to see if they're going to be all right yeah, I'd, yeah. should i be bothering you know i'm trying you know you try your best to sort of keep them in line but you're like yeah, it's fast forward twenty years, and you know they might be sat there smoking a cigar on a fat yacht somewhere, and you're thinking, yeah, "Okay, well done, kid. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I, sh- I should have backed off." Yeah. But at the moment, you're a bastard. Well, no, well, <laughs> well, maybe because you didn't back off, that's why they're smoking a big cigar. You know, there's there, there could be Oh no, because if I if I fast forward, I would uh, just leave them. Oh, you right. know, right. you end up in battles with some kids that you just don't want to yeah. keep just wasting your energy on. But yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not the ones that are beha- not always the ones that are behaving badly. Just some of the ones that are particularly troubled or, um, you know, particularly challenged academically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> should we be learning adjectives or shall I just, or should we just play Connect Four? I'm I, I Team Connect Four. Right. So on Shitalsery. We're very conscious we don't want to blow our load, so to speak. Uh, we've, we've been to do a few of these. but um, So are we done with the noncery? For now. I think there'll be some of that. We'll, we uh, might touch on it. I think I'll... Uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Everything's going to sound a bit noncy now for the, for, for the rest of the episode, I'm sure. But, yeah, the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh, uh, the comedian for mates rates. So anybody who promotes would have had this before. And it always spins you into a complete bloody... Um, well, it does with me anyway. So if you've got an audience member or um, you know a friend or uh, somebody who has heard that you put comedy on and they want you to put on a gig or provide a comedian and they use the phrase mates rates and, you know, 
I'm always of a position of wanting to help, especially if they've been uh, been supporting what I've been doing. I always feel it's only grateful for that. So I always want to make it work, but it puts you in a situation because professional comedians are are exactly that. I mean, I've had one recently, and the lady may well listen to this pod, but it's you know. It, it really brought home to me the naivety of audience members and, and how much knowledge and intel you sort of build up. So this audience member wanted a uh, a comic, and I think this is actually going to happen tonight. So a comic that I know is going to, going to appear at a surprise party for a regular member, audience member uh, for, for my gigs, and she's approached me and said, have you got a comedian that can appear at my husband's surprise party? It'll be brilliant. There's going to be a 24-stone stripper there. It'll be fantastic. And we're all going to have something to eat and something to drink. And then we can introduce to introduce the comic. Now, if you're in the comedy industry, when you, if you hear that, you're thinking, Jesus Christ, that sounds like a nightmare. And, yeah. and it is. Because if you put on a comedy night for people and... Generally speaking, everyone's pointing in the right direction. The night's set up. I mean, we said all this before. The twenty-four stone uh, strip has been on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, you're basically they're there for comedy. They're not there for a conversation with each other much. They're there for comedy. They're not there for twenty-four stone strippers. They're not there for somebody's birthday party. They're Did you entertain speaking. this request? Well, I wanted Did you to throw her to the lions. <laughs> Well, I, look, no, I didn't book the twenty-four stone stripper. Right, that 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 was separate. She would already booked that, so she worked with a comedian, and and straight away I was trying to explain to her. So, look, what you got to understand: this is possible. I could possibly find somebody for you, but the going rate for this is easily five hundred quid, which she's like, I know. Really? I'm not paying that. So, well, listen, they'll get paid not that much for a normal gig, but that's an easy night's work. What you're asking to, them to do is is to do river dance in a, in a field full of landmines and expect them to sort of come out <laughs> feeling good about themselves afterwards. It's just something where you really you're throwing yourself into the into a whole sort of den of lions and uh, it, it it's not necessarily good for the soul because there's going to be people there that think they're funnier than you they're going to be drunk it's not going to be an organized night you won't be pleased it's just going to be an absolute nightmare managed to find somebody to do it but what <laughs> for 500 quid well here's the point she didn't want it she didn't, didn't 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 want didn't want quite that much money and also if it goes if it doesn't go well that comes back to me because i booked it right and yeah. and the chances are of it not going well are quite high because is it tonight? It, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to find out next yeah, well, week. Well, I've distanced myself from it. So what I've done is <laughs> I've said, look, normally you take a because it's an audience member. I'm going to see this lady again and again, and again, hopefully, and she brings lots of people with her. God love her. She's brilliant, right? She, and she's a lovely lady, right? Let's 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 say that. But uh, punters, generally speaking, have got a weird way of not weird have got that we've got a informed way of sort of seeing these things and they haven't so this is going to happen tonight i've put her in touch directly with the comic and i said look the fees in this ballpark area negotiate it between yourselves come up with an agreement i won't take a cut and and i've sort of said i won't take a cut because i'm leaving you to get on with it you get on with it i hope it goes well that's me done i'm just trying to distance myself do you know so you know who who the act is yeah obviously. I do I do we might even get him on here actually um, go and whisper it um, I, I, yeah, will, I, I will cut it yeah it's it's Justin 
just okay. And, and, and Justin's very kind about this pod as well, by the way. And uh, we, I did say uh, we'd shout out his pod. Which no, I we, think which, Justin will be able to handle it. I think he's he got just, enough presence. Absolutely, he'll be able to handle it. He'll knock it out of the park. But you know, all the, what I've just said remains. Can we uh, leave that in? Yeah, I think we probably can. Yeah. So just, and, and, Justin, I, I, if you're listening, how did that go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, I tell you what, to give him a bit of a shout because he said he was going to do do the same to to us. I'm sure he'll tell you on his pod, which is the Pranks and Firth pod. So have a listen to that, um, and yeah, he, he might well tell you how that went. Yeah. So and Justin, if you're listening, it's the Promoter Mouth <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, he, Promoter he, Mouth. He may well have already given us a plug. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I do listen to his pod, but not everyone religiously. He might be at home right now crying into yeah. a pillow yeah no, well, he's not the sort of person he, he can handle it who knows you know? <laughs> he's listening to this now thinking poor you got me what did you get me into yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that was the other well it is a bit of that as well they chucked their keys into a bowl in the middle of the room <laughs> and he ended up going home with Aunt Mabel <laughs> yeah she was very keen on everybody but she, she yeah she, she wanted everyone to bring their partners actually so maybe yeah let us know if you got out of that alive yeah 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 so I look forward to hearing about that. Maybe we'll get him on a pot and see, see how that yeah. pans out. See how much poppers yeah. they used. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the mates' rights thing, honestly, you get it all the time. Eh? And and people seem to think because you put it on, so like, oh, yeah, why don't you get him in? They can do a bit of practice. Yeah, I think they've had enough practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and also, the less you pay for something, the higher chance it is of not being very good. And then you've got to represent... Well, for a gig like that, especially. You yeah, know, yeah. It's like going in someone's living room, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And But even just for sort of charity gigs and stuff like that, I've had people, can you put a gig on here for charity? Uh, mates, rates and all the rest of it. <sighs> to be honest, I'd, I'd pick that gig up just to see the 24 Stone Stripper. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably why he's done it, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think we should make a policy of... Um, not mentioning names when it's something negative and mentioning names when it's something positive. Yeah. I mean, that might be the way forward. So, nonsery, no names. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Should we lighten it up? Yeah, let's lighten up. Um, Parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. This is the section where we touch on local (laughs) matters. I've not really got much on this, but let me say this. I was driving through uh, Chedgrave and then Loddon the other day, and I was thinking about this pod, and I was thinking, what to say locally? Because we've, you know, we've we've, com- we've committed to say something about because we both live in the same village, as we said uh, early on, and we'd want to sort of throw in a bit of the local gossip. And as I was sort of driving through, I saw uh, a group of middle-aged ladies uh, stood by the side of the road, looking sort of chunky middle-aged ladies that looked. Uh, anywhere between 45 and uh, late 50s and there was about four or five of them and they suddenly started exchanging stuff by the side of the road and I chuckled to myself and I thought that's a drug deal going down and it, it clearly wasn't this is Loddon and Chedgrave I don't know yeah which is well you, well, you never know but this I is mean, where the boats come yeah, in mate. I don't know we were probably swapping knitting patterns or something I, I, I don't know <laughs> and it, it made me chuckle about the, the uh, how preposterous a notion it would be to, for them to be uh, swapping knitting patterns uh, and uh, dr- drugs or whatever. 
So, so as I'm chuckling, <laughs> I'm driving along, then I see the guy who's on a short mobility scooter with no legs. The uh, Stop Me and Buy Deals one guy. Deals on wheels. <laughs> yeah, that guy. So I was chuckling myself, and I'm like, oh, it's that guy again. And then I went on a little bit further, and then, then I saw the little old lady who goes around on the uh, moped. That's one of his bitches. Have you have you seen the little old lady? She's about, she, she's, she's late 70s, yeah. probably early 80s. She puts a crash helmet on, and she gets on this old school moped. You know the one that has that sort of flash of white? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like and a Vespa type thing. Not quite a Vespa, it's more of a... They stopped making them now, but I remember them being really prevalent, these mopeds. If you thought of a moped that wasn't a Vesta in the 80s, uh, no, 70s a and 80s, a Vesta. This, this was one of them. It wasn't a Vesta. I'm saying you it wrong. said Vesta. That's uh, a curry, a dried curry that we ate in the 80s. I do like a Vesta curry. I do miss them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were the precursors to pot noodles, weren't they? So they're sh- <laughs> they were. They were. Uh, well, have you seen that old lady? No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah she, I look out for her. Look out for because it's she mad. mugging people. She she looks like she's about to fall over, but she can talk for England. And I I I've, I've met her a few times. I walk past the house when I'm walking the dog, and also um, occasionally I, I I get myself hooked up into a self help group called Slimming World, and I go along. I'm like the only bloke there. Um, well, one of there's normally like two other blokes and thirty other women there. So the bacon butty that we had earlier, how many? How many sins is that? This is, this, I, I don't know. I, I've not, Sorry been, I'm not, I've not been for about six months. You're, right. you're a marathon runner, man. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm it. not exactly the slimmest marathon runner. This old lady, when you go there, she's at Slimming World. I don't, when she, I've never seen her look any, any different. She's always been the same sort of plump old lady, and she goes to Slimming World, and she just goes there just for a chat. I think it's like a, it's like her equivalent of going down the pub, and and you're behind her, and she, you wanted to sort of hurry up and sign in because she wants a sort of an age old chat with every sort of section of the process that you go through. You have to talk, you have to put your card in and talk to this person, then you talk to that person, and then you take your shoes off, yeah. then you get weighed, and but and that's the, the beauty of this t- this town, this area, because. It's really friendly, and and things like that happen. You don't get them in the bigger cities as much, or, or they're 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 less uh, prominent. But um, my wife runs a, a ballet class um, called the Silver Swans, and it's all for over fifties. And she, you know, she's got about fifteen dancers, and they all turn oh, up, wow. and it's a social gathering. Yeah. And they're from all over, and it's grown. I think she's got about about thirteen in one. And then she's opening another class. And it's become this little social thing. Of the I old, didn't know that. Well, the I, ladies I, I, get I, I together. Know she did that. How old are you? I'll tell the missus. I'm not going to ballet, guy. Okay, I'm, not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm old enough to be. You qualify for I'm the old, silver swans. Yeah, I'm old enough to be a silver swan. <laughs> yeah, 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 you could. Yeah. And it's great for their posture and their fitness. But more importantly, you know, it started just uh, started around um, or around the lockdown time, but just before. And then they were doing it online for a while. So we got all these ladies in their houses with their Zoom cameras on. And, and everyone was doing it in the living room. But they come together. and it's did, a, did you watch a lot of that, Kai? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I've got the recordings. <laughs> so you made an image? <laughs> Technically, yeah. yeah. I've got hours worth of these ladies doing yeah. pirouettes. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but the... Um, the, passing my dongle. the important thing is they, they love it because it's a social they, they sit down and have chats they go for lunch sometimes and that is what is beautiful about this place so old lady chatting on a motorbike yeah, yeah. Oh, it, is, it is beautiful it, it made me, when I saw her I smiled put it that way and I thought it's a lovely place to live it really is it is and in, in the introduction we call it, an, call it an idyllic English town and it is it is that I mean yeah. I, I think if you were American and you think what would it be like living in a sort of a 
reasonably sort of low crime area of uh, idyllic Britain. Well, this is it. Isn't We're it? around this, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you've got to go out and find it. I find I have a lot more interaction with people when I leave my house, naturally. But going out and and meeting, you know, just sitting. For example, I'll go to the White Horse, and I'll, you know, on not just for comedy. I'll go there during the week, and I'll just sit there, do do a bit of work um, on the computer, and people come in. You chat to them, and you give them a flyer and things like that. And it is really warm and friendly, um, and. If you go out and find it, there is a there's a lot of love out there and a lot of really great people. Big up, big up the Lodden Massive. Yeah, yeah. But when you said computer, then I was although worried, there's a, I was worried you're going to say the word hard drive, which is not to be uh, no. encouraged. Stop making, stop joking about this, Paul. <laughs> God, we've over. We started on that. Um, I tell you what is uh, there, there there are there are social media wars going on. You know, undercurrents on social media on Facebook because there's a very popular facebook group called the lodden i note the lodden i notice board and oh. it's run by um, somebody we mentioned in the first pod um andy water when runs it um, with a couple of other admins and there was a little argument broke up because somebody posted something on there that didn't get approved immediately and they got really arsy about it um, and it wasn't any uh, it wasn't anything that I would deem important, but I think somebody had lost their keys or something really stupid like that, you know, or yeah. no, no, I'll tell you what it was. Somebody needed a lift. Maybe it was this one. Somebody needed a lift to to the hospital. They had an appointment, couldn't get there. So uh, they put a post on there saying, could anyone give me a lift? And it didn't get approved, and it didn't get approved too late. until too late. And then there was somebody really angry about that. Um, and anybody who's relying upon that, yeah. as a means to communicate yeah, really yeah. needs to assess how they you know have they got family and you're friends? not managing your life correctly correct yeah now, and so they got really asked about it. and so what they've done is the the sort of i don't even think they apologized you know they do it Why should free of charge and everything yeah. and they did say it's it's more of a platform for advertising events and good things that happen you know there's an accident on the road um and somebody will post it and then the following day it might get approved or a few hours later yeah. and then it's like it's cleared now what's the point in this what's the point <laughs> People in even really angry yeah and it. so what they've done is those splinter groups have opened two i've noticed one yeah. is called lodden and chudgrape without the eye <laughs> <laughs> <That's less laughs> and the, the other eye. one is called the lodden eyeball and they won't and the, and the lodden eyeball i think is the one where they won't print um adverts and things because ah. somebody complained that it is too many adverts. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. a couple, and around the time of the Lord Nibel, might be reading too much into it. But I got um, you can see on Facebook if people hide all your posts, they'll click on hide all the posts from this person. Right. And, okay. and suddenly a couple of those, somebody wrote, "Oh, all I'm ever seeing is adverts for the same thing or whatever." And I'm pretty active on there. And then I got all my posts hidden by someone the London eyeballs opened up with no adverts allowed. And you know, I like to I like uh. to speculate that that's. Uh, all, all about me. No, I'd like to. I'd like to. Uh, yeah, I'd like to think it's uh, people annoying. Some people. People forget that they've got the ability to just to scroll past, don't they? They do. But I spam a lot of these groups, so I become really familiar with like groups that I wouldn't normally join. I'll join. So like, I'm I'm a member of a, a groups in Woodbridge and Yarmouth and. Little villages like Bradwell and uh, uh, Hemsby and stuff like that. But I've seen these split. <laughs> There's a common thread with these ones that sort of splinter off. A lot of the time, they call themselves Lone Stuff One Hell of a Town, 
and then in brackets, without the Nazi admins. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> things like that, yeah, without yeah, the Nazis. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'll tell you what, on the subject of uh, things splintering off, right, I'm going to, we're, we're going to have this conversation now. We'll see how it goes, all right? Go on. Um, I was going to text you about it yesterday. I went out with the dog for uh, with Emmy for a walk, and I had a phone call, all right? And the phone call, now, yeah, this is, this is, this is real promoter mouse, rival promoter mouse uh, territory here. Now, this right. this uh, phone call was about, um, it was from somebody who's been to my gig in Beckles oh. several times. And there's a pub that he wants to know if I can put some comedy on. Um, and he thinks it'd be great. And that pub is in Halesworth. Ah, so, oh, so you you found me a googly here. I was I, I was gonna I was gonna run it by you, um, but instead I thought this would be an interesting conversation. Halesworth, I don't know the name of the pub yet. He's going to bring them to come and see me in Beckles and have a chat about it. Um, apparently, it's a little pub in Beckle, in in Halesworth. Now, why is Halesworth? Well, why, for, why for, is for Halesworth a, a potential? Be, uh, because I put on a gig in Southwold, and it's a stone's throw from there. There's probably about. Between the edge of Southwold and Halesworth, from from the edge of the village to that village, there's probably twenty four, minutes, forty-seven cows, <laughs> and four houses, right? and, and, and then you've got Halesworth. Right. So, 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 so this is this is a conversation. It, I, I mean, I, I, if you're putting on something, I mean, it's well, first of all, to say a conversation is always the starting point, not just doing it. So if you're thinking about the sort of gate crashing somebody's area and upsetting somebody, have a conversation first. And there's also, you know, from my perspective, it's another call which came to me, which is, you know, it'd be different if I went down there looking for a pub in Halesworth. I think that's slightly different to somebody inviting you to put a comedy night on. Um, it's You've got to be pragmatic about these things because if they're that insistent, I mean, normally I find that if somebody wants to put a gig on, goes back to the makes rates conversation we were having earlier, they have they, they often haven't thought it through. So before you even sort of get upset about it, have a look to see if the gig will actually work. Because if, the, if, if you might be being asked to put a gig on in an area, in an L-shaped bar, where the only stage area is yeah. next to a fruit machine and a hand dryer, and and there's only about going to be about twenty people interested, and of that, only five will turn up to one gig. That uh, in, could in, be the case. Might in not doing be. my due diligence, I did have a look at how our gigs do sort of work out, and I think it's about twenty-four minutes to um, to Galston from Loddon, but about twenty minutes from Swaffham to Deerham, and I think so. In terms of distance, I don't think you know. I think twenty minutes is probably your your limit, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, um, I thought I'd run that one by you, live on live on the podcast. Um, it's, it probably won't sit well, but you know, if somebody's inviting, you know, from a business perspective, if somebody's inviting you to stick a gig there, and well, it's a very different. I think it's, it's a very different product that we we deal with. I, 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 your big names in theatres and mine. Yeah, there there is that, and I don't want to stop people doing what they're doing. Um, and also, if they're going to put on a comedy night, well, I'd rather somebody cooperative put it on. Mm. Is 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 the is is the other thing? So the conversation would be more about dates when you know you're on on an off month or whatever, or you know, see how it goes as a one-off. But yeah, that happened. 
Uh, it was a conversation yeah. we had yesterday, um, and I was starting to text you going, oh, I've got this, and I thought, well, I won't do that I mean, before the podcast, because you'll probably come in fuming. <laughs> yeah, well, no, not really. I mean, it is borderline, isn't it? I mean, how's it I mean, in terms of geography, what is it, say, 25-minute drive? But in, and uh, in and some ways, though, it's also um, encroaching on my own gig in Beckles, because there are yeah. people down in Halesworth which come up to Beckles. And, and the, the, also, there's, you know, there's, there's potentially a positive upside to it because you know if you're creating interesting comedy that wasn't there before then they might well you know they might create a bit of conversation about it and go oh then we should go with that one I do appreciate that that happens um, but I, yeah and I but it's it's not like you're uh, in bed with the same bloody owner of the venue that I'm at no which which would be markedly different yeah imagine, you know? imagine if you had a venue um, that was owned by the same owners as another venue like for, you know they were they were business partners and pr practically you know a stone's throw from each other sticking on rival comedy nights and rival months that would be a real I, I would feel protective and naturally naturally so I, I mean look, when you mentioned that to me I mean it could, it could be the cloak of being on a podcast with you now but I don't think so because I mentioned before about that visceral feeling you get when somebody treads on your toes like I didn't get it when you just said that then I don't know that, oh, good. I, I think oh, make, make, that's yeah. re that really moves me because I know when it comes down to it you're not going to go ahead with it but I think uh, you know like you say I think building that you know building a, a community and, and, and that crossover I did look my, my first thought was oh when I looked on the map it's like oh Southwards there that's not going to work but then I did the measurements and I thought well you didn't you didn't mention to me you were putting one on in Deerham until you did it You've I didn't put it on in Deerham did I where you're planning to I will, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I how was. I found out you're planning to yeah, I was planning a, to. a, a well, week I was, after I announced my Swatham gig yeah but I was already planning on Turf it, War Oh no, you did. Yeah, yeah ages ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, but, but again, Swatham came to me. I haven't even been out there. Um, I don't think that's. I, I, I don't think that is an ex. Like, not an excuse. I, don't, I think you've still got to be mindful. Mm. You, you, you've got. Uh, I think you've got to talk it through. Which, to be fair, most people that have sort of encroached on my territory have talked it through. Um, uh, <laughs> as an, the conversation has always ended the way I wanted. But <laughs> <laughs> I think if timing, if timings work out, I, I honestly think if timings work out, and and. That's how I see it. With this area, I mean, it is fairly uh, rural. I mean, you, you you sent me a picture the, the other day, which you could put up on the Facebook page, a sign in a comedy store basically saying, "If you no double ups, double ups for the arts yeah. between here and what six six hundred meters, six hundred meters." I mean, here, 600 metres from here. You, you, you know what I mean? You, you, a couple of dead badgers. And, you know. Well, it, it would be at the Angel, which is never open anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shut uh, for a whole month. Disclaimer, they're, they're only uh, shut until the end of January. Did, did, did you get any of that free beer they were chucking out? No, I didn't. They were, they were emptying their barrels while they shut, weren't they? And I think yeah. that was a, a nice thing, but it was bring a friend, bring two friends and get a pint free or something. So buy two, get one free on beers in, in the Angel. I think that was nice. Um, and then the Jub had something on. They're shutting down. They're, they're um, changing hands, aren't they? And the the Jubilee Hall, uh, the social club there, yeah. um, had a, what was their advert? Twenty quid. Oh yeah. Pay twenty quid and drink for two hours. You can drink as much beer, <laughs> wines, and spirits uh, as you like. It must have been absolute carnage. We went in there for the football, didn't we? After the first pod, and it was bedlam. Then yeah. honestly, it really was. It yeah. Really, 
I mean, Bedlam in a it's slightly controlled way, but the kids running around and pissed up parents yeah. who were right on it for the football, yeah. you know, letting their kids run around. And yeah, it, it was it was very nearly encroaching upon carnage. And bear in mind that was for the football. The we, smell we, of skunk wafting in through the door. It was yeah, it's quite yeah. a place. But twenty quid, drink as much beer, wines, and spits. They didn't think that through. That's something less idyllic now, isn't it? This uh, this 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 market. <laughs> How would you describe it like that? <laughs> but like every place, it has its bits on the edge that yeah. are a little bit like that. I yeah. mean, and the job is there with that. I think. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent me some pictures this week of some promotional artwork that other promoters are doing. Oh. And you, you spend a lot of your time, um, or you're promoting doing artwork. And it reminded me of when I used to do my own artwork and spent a, a lot of time <laughs> running theme in this pod. I always say about comedians starting off with shit comedians and then getting better. Promoters yeah. being shit promoters and getting better. And I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a fantastic promoter. Yeah, some of your that. early posters looked... Well, exactly. They looked like they were designed on Windows 95 with paint. They were. Well, yeah, and Word. Yeah, yeah, word, literally yeah, word, yeah, word, 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 I mean, graphics I'm, and stuff like that. We'll put some up on the Facebook page. And I don't mean them. to be as stuffy or uh, you know, uh, um, high and mighty about artwork and graphics, but I spend a lot of time doing mine. I'm by no means perfect. There's always tweaking them. I'm often changing the format. I'm often, you know, I'm looking at other people's artwork and thinking what's good and what's, you know, what can I improve, whatever. But I generally, you know, put out stuff which catches your eye, I'd like to think. Um, and so when I see people advertising gigs, they were serious about putting gigs on and their posters just make my toes curl. Like the font they use, the fact it's got, you know, they outline it and then they make it bold and they put the colours, the colours just clash. Um, the photographs are just taken with a Polaroid and then stuck on. <laughs> just comedians. Another thing, you know, pictures of comedians, and this might seem odd because often this is what posters have and, and, and this is what comedians look like, but comedians with microphones in their hands, you know, I know it seems a bit odd to be um triggered by that but i i when they've all got microphones or it, when when I, I'm less when they're just yeah. shitty if, if everyone's got a microphone and all different microphones are all pointing in a different way i get that but uh, bigger crimes for me uh um it, if you're a comedian and you want to be on a poster fucking smile i mean <laughs> it, it, like i don't want a look yeah. i don't want to put somebody who looks like a serial killer well, I'm selling basically selling happiness, yeah. right? So a bit of a smile, and and it also, doesn't have to be wacky. Don't do that wacky sort of uh, full kind of shocked face that we no, all do because that's that, that's a bit irritating. But also make it you know be a bit more inviting because you are going to be trying to sell tickets for a gig, and so looking off at jaunty angles and kind of being all a bit coy and whatever. Yeah, I I quite like. Get a decent background as well. Yeah, or we, we we cut the I cut the backgrounds out on most shots anyway. And, but and it takes I, much longer though if it's a fiddly background. If it's a white background, though, it's just, yeah. Uh, if you get shots done as an act, look at I'd, I'd say personally look out, uh, look at the camera. Um, have a plain background so we can chop it out and make it you know work for us. But yeah, did get some decent shots done. And I know they cost money, but actually they don't cost. Well, iPhones now are, are bloody brilliant if you've got a decent background and you light it right. Um, but 
Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a bit of a prude when it comes to stuff well, like this. But well, I, I, I think I in general, just make it easier for the promoter. Then you'll get involved a bit more. I call so, it... So, 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 the same with your bio as well. Put a bio down, write it for us, so we can slap it into in, in, into a Facebook post without having to rewrite a load of nonsense. Yeah, there are some culprits who I keep looking at, and honestly, I don't know how you can sleep at night. I, I found myself, when I used to do my own artwork, I found myself lamenting on social media about people with long names, because people with long names... Like space on a poster yeah. is that premium? Limited. You don't want, you don't you don't want too much um, uh, visual stimuli. So I posted on 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 my own personal Facebook page uh, something along the lines of comedians with long names. Please know that when we're making posters, you are a pain in the ass. Yes. And and I got a reaction from Romash Ranganathan, who, who chipped in and said, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never booked him, but he was on my Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Um, Nelson T. Gombacomba Jr. Is oh, it? It, yeah, it's a great name. Come but, on. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> come on, mate. Do us all a favour, will you? Um and and so yeah, the, these posts. I, I'm guilty sometimes of putting maybe too many words on there. Um, another thing which doesn't work on graphics for Facebook and anything you put on the internet. Now I I do it because it's short notice sometimes. And I just chuck it out there. But having QR codes on anything that's going to flash up on social media is pointless because people are holding their phone and they can't fucking <laughs> take a photo of it, yeah. can they? So yeah. just save yourself some space. You know, I often have a graphics for, um, so you'll have a, a, a landscape one for you Facebook, bit, you'll have a square one for If you don't mind me Instagram. saying, you're getting a bit OCD here. Have you taken too much <laughs> <laughs> medication for the, is it ADHD? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am guilty of making um, and distributing um images of gigs that's that's it um but uh yeah please sort it out promoters because you know i've got to look at this as well i don't care if i am 200 300 miles away from your gig you know give me some eye candy we we we, we won't go into it now because we're, we're banging on but we uh, uh we we might use this section we we call this hellfire and damnation don't we people who hacked us off that's what we that's what we put on our sort of uh sheet that we pass back and forth but we, we've got a whole load of other things which we'll come to in other episodes which which i think if you're an actor or you're a, a promoter uh, that you may well have noticed these things or if you haven't you may be about to notice them and hopefully that'll help um i think we've got five more minutes have we yeah well should we slag off <laughs> <laughs> um as we wind it down now for in the last podcast i corrected your uh, your french do you remember that yeah yeah I, I i am aware that i'm a little bit like um hilda ogden in that occasionally in my thinking i get a bit muddled up on the same things like the world's your lobster and that kind of thing you know yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i mean that's a malapropism yeah, that's um, that's the lady that's the mrs malaprop um uh whereas i mean today you you I mean, I did correct you. I'm getting better. I was a bit more honest today on your Vesta motorbike. Um, it's Vespa, Vespa Curry. No, it's Vesta Curry and Vespa motorbikes. That's it, yeah. I do one I always get Please mixed up. don't try to boil up a Vespa. It, it, what's prostrate and prostate? Yeah. What, what, one, what, one's, one's up your ass and the other one's how you arch your back. How you are? No, no. That's, that's no. Prostrate. Date is up your ass. Yeah. And prostrate, isn't that lying down? That's what I mean. 
prostrate. It's like okay, the position okay. of you li- okay. lying down. Um, yeah. So what made you think of that? Because I, I always, I, I, maybe I might be a bit dyslexic because when there's two things that are so closely related, I have to really think hard to make sure I get the right one. Oh, and, right. and occasionally oh, I, gonna th- I, I find myself Googling it and go, all right, which one is it? I don't want to look a knob. Are you going to throw... Uh, the, and I don't always get it right. Throw up the dyslexic card, are you, to try and prevent me from correcting oh, you? I, I, oh, Jesus. I don't mind. Either way, well, yeah, no, I'm not getting it right. French. Uh, yeah, your French last time, um, yeah, foie gras, wasn't it? And instead of foie gras. Um, last month... Go on. Four par. You committed a four par. Four par? You said four par. No, I said four par. No. Did I say four par? Yeah, you did. You did. I even wrote it down at the time. So forgive me for, for once again correcting your French, but uh-huh. it's faux. Faux pas. Uh, I, I saw a, a Mick Miller uh, reel going around. Mick Miller, who I booked, and um, feel free to buy. Avail yourself for tickets at wcbcomedy.com. But I saw a Mick Miller reel. Um, he was talking about somebody, um, somebody not being very... Uh, was it somebody not being very good at French? And he said, I think that's really poor for vous. <laughs> yes. yes, yes <laughs> I've not yes. been able to say please in French. Yes. That's poor for vous. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Completely fucked that up. Poor. That's poor. For four, my four year old can't say please in Spanish. That's, that's poor for vous. Yeah, 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 for yeah. four. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, so I completely bollocks that. Well, I'm glad you're paying him to do the jokes. Yeah, yeah. He's good, though, I've got to say. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting him. Uh, how would tickets tickets go? I'm, uh, I'm reasonably well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in a, a sort of panicky stage. I sort of expected ticket sales to be pedestrian in January, but it's heading in the right direction. Nice, nice. Um, I managed to book um, Marcel Lucant for Swatham. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was vaguely. I was vaguely aware of him, and and had a look, and then I, be, I went, oh yeah, I remember the guy. Yeah, an old Johnny man. Grandpa yeah. John. <laughs> Hello, John. <laughs> yeah, we know John listens. Um, yeah. Got him really pleased because uh, yeah, that's going to be a that's going to be a solid one. I'm looking forward to that out in um, out in Swaffham at the George Hotel. Now, um, I've, I've got John booked to help me out with the Sean Walsh gig at Southwold. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, they like him down there. Yeah. Um, now he's probably now thinking, can I double up in Halesworth? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the end of this conversation, is that? I'm glad I left it. You know, being the promoter mouse, rival promoters in the same area, that was a very interesting conversation to have yeah. live <laughs> without any warning. We'll, we'll have the real conversation in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, going back to what you were asking me earlier, um, uh, I saw Paul Sinha the other day at the Comedy Store, and my challenge was to... Get a soundbite of him so we can promote our podcast with and includes Paul yeah. Sinner. Well, I don't know if he'll do that for this one because that'll give away the reveal. You know he's a, you know he's a busy man. Yeah, but are we gonna? <laughs> yes, I did. What a lovely man Paul Sinner is. Why don't you just insert it here? Hi, I'm the comedian and quizzer Paul Sinner, and I cannot recommend highly enough the benefits of listening to the Promoter Mouth podcast. Do it now. That's nearly perfect, isn't it? But do you know what happened? I went into this little back room. I stole Brilliant, though. Brilliant. After showing his, after showing his um, husband the photograph of us together in 2006, the next thing I did was I said, Paul, 
got five minutes in the back room and I took him into this little <laughs> cupboard <laughs> where I then spent a, a bit of time flapping about with my computer because the, the microphone I use for that is a is a portable one and uh, it wasn't set up on the software I was using. So I'm stood there with this awkward kind of back room with all the uh, all the wires and I'm stood there trying to get it to work. I'm going, this is very embarrassing. And I had, lucky he wasn't listening at the door. You know, this will only take two minutes. This is very embarrassing. Uh, that's never happened before. No, it was, um, yeah, grateful to have it. It was a lovely bloke. Um, his performance, if you've never seen, and the audience had never seen, Paul Sinner singing songs on stage with his stand-up, which is sublime. I, I, I know we've run out of time, and you may or may not use this, but in reference to uh, something that happened last, something spoke about, I think it was last week, when I said about complaints, and I had a former Scottish Comedian of the Year who we got complaining yes, about. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that same comedian, if you're in the comedy industry, you'll be a bit of fine. So I'm sort of borderline whether to say, because I don't know. What, Larry possible. Dean. Oh, yeah, Larry Dean. <laughs> well, he is a fantastic act. But if you look at his social media this week, he, he had the heckle from hell, the absolute worst one that you can get. So, somebody turned up to his gig and I think they were grieving and they turn up to cheer themselves up and they said this and Glammy Dean's having to deal with this and and it is pure perfection watching how it how it pans out if you're a comic watch it because it, it's it's absolute torture and you can see the torture inside his head if you're a promoter watch it because it's and, and even if you're a punter just, just watch how Larry Dean deals with well, it well we'll share a link of that on our Promoter Mouse page on Facebook yeah, let's do that. Yeah, but yeah. So you can go and see it there. Like, like that page. Don't you don't have to follow it. Just, just give it a like, and then when we're talking about things, you'll see what we're talking about. And as Add for the podcast, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, we know some of you haven't got this far, but those that have, um, well done. Thank you so much. We've Thanks got loads everyone. of stuff we didn't cover on this one. Look forward to that next time. There's some good stuff. Some stuff I was looking forward to doing today, but we didn't get. We ran to out it. of time, didn't we? You went a bit noncy. It did. The week went a bit noncy, so. Yeah. we're only reflecting what happened so once again the music will probably kick in about now um, we're going to go away and um, look for some stuff to talk about next time yeah thanks listeners bye thank bye. you Paul suddenly everything seems to be falling down what we got another my thoughts keep me spinning around Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.